Welcome to the lost cause that is this podcast. My name is Daniel. And when I started speaking, I didn't really think about what I'm going to be talking about. But I have an idea, actually. If you're listening to this, it's either because you know me or you're just really lost right now. But either way is okay. You're welcome to stay here for two minutes, five minutes, the whole thing. I know when I'm listening to podcasts or YouTube, I just, even if it's a award-winning performance, I click next. I understand. I, I saw a interview with Cuss, the trainer for Mike Tyson, and I got blown away. I had deja vu, and the reason why is because I like the Rocky movie and there's this scene where Rocky goes back into his old gym and he's reminiscing over the old days when he used to train there and the old man Mickey used to train him and he has this flashback where uh, Mickey gives him a, a necklace that Rocky Marciano gave him he says, Rocky Marciano, give me that. Now I'm giving it to you. And and Mickey explains. Anyways, if you got if you haven't watched it, I'm not even gonna go through it. Just go watch it on YouTube. Mickey Rocky scene in the gym. And so I've watched that over and over again because it's so emotional. It makes it it really gets to me. And then so this scene that I'm a I, I, I really love where <laughs> you have to watch it. I'm not even going to spoil it, but it really got to me. And here I am on my phone browsing through some YouTubes and I see uh, Cus Stamato, I forgot his last name, how to pronounce it, talking about how he's given a reason to stay alive because he's his coach, Mike Tyson's coach. And I was like, wait, I recognize that. And then he says, nature is smarter than people think. I'm like, oh no. And he says, I get up, I have sometimes all your friends go away and then they die. And then I'm like, why am I even here? And I, coaching Mike Tyson gives me a reason to live. It gives me a reason to go on, he says. And I was blown away. I was like, Sylvester's still fucking alone. You son of a gun. I know where you got that source material. The interview with Cus and Mike Tyson was the inspiration for <laughs> for uh, these magnificent scene that was the the flashback from Mickey and, my, and, and Rocky training in the gym. And when Mickey gave him the necklace. Mickey necklace Rocky. Look that up. <laughs> Prepare yourself. Or not. I don't know. And I felt like the same moment where I kind of think of when I hear a song and then I hear the sample for it later on. I'm like, wait, I recognize this. And it's happened to me. There's a song by Night Lavelle and... I forgot the name of the song, but Night Lavelle, and then the song that's 
California, California Dreamin'. Night Lavelle sampled California Dreamin'. And I was like, I heard Night Lavelle's song. And then I heard, or I reheard the California Dreamin' song. And I was like, wow. So that's where he got it from. That's what inspired him. Then I heard uh, <laughs> J. Cole and a song where, and sometimes I listen to songs and rap songs and I kind of don't recognize the names that are being dropped or the references that are being made. And one day I listened to Wu-Tang Clan and I'm like, I recognize this beat. This is from the J. Cole song. Of course, Wu-Tang came before J. Cole. I was like, that's what inspired him. That's how it works. Anyways, I thought that was a very cool observation. And I just found that out today, honestly. Because interview was inspiration for a Rocky movie. I think that's huge. I looked at, I had to go to the comment section because I knew I couldn't be the only one to say, oh my God, this is the source material for the Rocky movie. And no one else mentioned it. Of course I commented. I made a big whoop about it. A big brouhaha. <laughs> I've made a decision not to include commercials in this in these uh, podcasts because it would ruin it. I honestly think they're not worthy of honestly, they're this this uh interview is kind of like a uh, out of enthusiasm thing and putting podcast uh, putting commercials on the podcast when no one's listening is just what's the point might as well just make audio without commercials because commercials are so frustrating maybe later on probably not I'll, I'll reserve the right to change my mind I say I heard Robert Downey Jr. say you can tell a lot about a man by the jewelry he wears. And I thought, how true. (laughs) How true. My dad always used to wear this ring until he broke his finger. His ring was a lapis. Lapis lazuli. And it used to be super cool. It wasn't polished. He'd worn it for so many years. I haven't seen it in in years. But it's very interesting to see. My father wasn't that into fashion. But that was a fashion choice. Out of the few. That was it. I think wearing gold is good luck. All I had to hear is aliens and gold and how there's some reason people drew lines, connected those dots somehow. I don't really remember how, but I was like, well, that's enough. I like gold anyways. (laughs) I'll wear some. 
guess what? I don't have any yet. I'm kind of making a bet right now that while I'm talking, I'm getting at a phone call. How cool would it be if I'm right? I have this board I mentioned in the last recording. And I've included boards in my paintings before, but not many. I got inspired by World War II veteran interviews. These men, it's kind of when they have such an old face, it's really hard to read their emotions unless they're very sprite. I hope that's the right word. Kind of um, like it's been so many years, and kind of I kind of wonder if they've even cried about it yet. Of course they have, but. Some of them kind of, I doubt it. Of course they have. Normandy. I put that on my bucket list. Call me weird, but I would want to go there. Normandy and cry came to my head because I would go to Normandy and cry if I went is that sensitive? I think that's too sensitive <laughs> I think the people who went to Normandy and fought there would think I'm a I'm a baby for even thinking that but honestly, I, I, I probably wouldn't be able to help it. I would at least just like be really, really zoned out. Thinking, like picturing it. A video in black and white doesn't look real. I like those colorized versions, but still it doesn't look the same as real life or how videos are recorded today. And even then you gotta be there. Having an overactive imagination isn't, I mean, it's just, it makes it a lot more stimulating. Mainly because it's just a blank beach, but it wasn't at one point. I remember I was in the islands, uh, I'm from South America and in the islands of the Galapagos, there are some some concrete buildings. When I got out of the airplane, walked to the airport, super tiny. I got on a truck and I was on the back of the truck, you know, standing up. There's, you know, the rules don't apply over there the same as much at least. And while we're driving from the airport, across the airport island 
we have to cross a canal and get on the main island and cross the whole island. It's Baltra, cross a canal, and get to Puerto Ayora. Beautiful place. <laughs> and on the island, Baltra, where you land, there's relics of just concrete buildings. I wonder what war did that come from? What military built those? They're not occupied. They're just like there. They're so isolated in the middle of, because part of the island is just like a desert, rocky desert. to me the place is like paradise but to the people who first got there it was hell it was just really really ugly and dry and arid and just like very hard to survive and stay sane there as the first settlers I guess there's a lot of weird stories Germans settled on that island islands have a history with Germans I'm not very certain of it but I'm I'm not very certain of the specifics, but I do know some of them. They used to be. They are family. Not direct. But they're the best. I, I called someone Oma. <laughs> Super handy. I remember in the islands, I would, I'd go to Oma's backyard and there would be a big boat that wasn't finished. But it was one man who built it. Big boat. Out of wood. And wooden screws. And he'd make the screws himself. Opa. And she would have this this corn bag of corn and the corn grinder. And we little kids, we'd grind the corn and take little bags of corn and go feed the chickens in the back. It's kind of, that's history so far away for me right now, but it's, it happened. And I kind of got inspired by that. I know when I have the, the means, I'm going to have a chicken coop in my backyard. 100%. Why wouldn't I? I'm supposed to, I'm a human. I think that's as far as I'd go. Anyways, good talk. If you're listening to me at this point, thank you for uh, doing that. Why? Anyways, until the next time, my friends. Bye.